So JB, it's good to be back. Um, I know we wanted to try to squeeze in an episode before the big holiday weekend, which it's funny, 4th of July falling on a weekend for once, which is always a good time. Unfortunately, it's during COVID, but (laughs) we're going to do a little bit different today. We're going to do a little mini episode, but to start, JB, I got to tell you, Bo is at a really fun age in terms of me being able to teach him things. So he's getting more verbal. He's obviously more active. And so we've been real big on kind of like call and response type thing. So he's, he knows all of his animals and doing their sounds and uh, it's, it's pretty cute. So we've been doing that. We've been slowly adding a few things here or there, but uh, Connor and Kyle both know this as well. One of my favorite ones that just happened organically was whenever he started learning to give me a high five, and this has been four or five months is he, he would high five me. And I just would say, my man, just yeah. out of head, like I wasn't trying to teach him. But now anytime he high fives anyone, man, woman, or child, it's my man. So now he's also got his cousin saying it um, in Florida, Lucy saying it here. Um, So that's his big one that he's kind of passing on to people. But yesterday, I kind of took matters into my own hands. And I was like, okay, let's see what this kid can learn. (laughs) And so my new one is now, I'll ask him the question. I'll go, hey, Bo. Are we going to tell mommy? And he looks at me and he goes, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so now when we get into our shenanigans together, when it's Bo and daddy time, are we going to tell our, are we going to tell mommy? No, no. And so that's his new one. And uh, we checked in today. He still does it. So Lindsay, not thrilled with that one. I'm sure it'll probably come back to bite me down, down the road. Uh, she, she chuckles. She thinks it's cute. It's going to probably get annoying if he gets told her and he keeps saying it. <laughs> But for the most part, it, it's pretty cute because he just answers immediately and he says no in different ways um, each time he says it. But um, it, it's it's pretty cute to see. Good. He, you, he's giving you a my man high five, though. Yes, he's also big on the E-I-E-I-O. Yes, he is a big E-I-O, E-I-O-er. Um, and then uh, on his farm, he does have some – he has monkeys on his farm. Um, he also has some other uh, lions – uh, just because he knows those sounds. But um, like I said, it's a fun age. It's a, an exhausting age. Um, but I'm continuing to uh, lead him um, in the uh, call and responses that I prefer, maybe not necessarily Lindsay. I'm also a big fan of his one-piece uh, blue plaid. Oh, his rompers. Yeah. Romper that he... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're pretty his cute. Favorite uh, outfit. A couple, yeah. couple, of, couple, of, couple of them came from the hits. Oh, there um, you go. Passed, passed, passed them on to us. She saw him and one of them, and Jen messaged me and was saying how, like, she's like, oh, I miss those outfits. I miss that age. I miss my little babies. And I was like, well, I'm ready for him to be a little older because <laughs> yeah. my man is exa- he's exhausting. You're ready for him to move out of the rompers into the Under Armour. <laughs> no, he's split, he's split in time. Yeah. The rompers are cute, and he needs to wear them in Michigan. Lindsay is adamant on that. So you'll be seeing a lot over the next week or two of the rompers for Bo. Well, what are you uh, sipping on for this holiday edition, long weekend, getaway weekend edition of yeah. the podcast? Well, I will be having um, a bunch of Country Boy over the next uh, week or so. I'll be taking it to Mish. Uh, when we went to the zoo, I stopped at Streetside Brewery which is one of my favorite breweries in Cincinnati. Um, I've become a frequenter of there when I make it up to Cincinnati. It's on my regular rotation. So I'm drinking a V-Lux, um, which is an extra vanilla milkshake IPA, but from a um, small microbrewery in the U.S. of A. It is good. I got a couple other three pack or four packs, three others, um, and it's probably my least favorite of the four, but it's still it's the only one I have left from there. But it's still a really, really good beer. I know you don't like the milkshake IPAs. It sounds like something they have at uh, Mirror Twins. Uh, it is. It's their stuff. Actually, believe it or not, it's better than Mirror Twins. Great. So. Well. All right, Jimmy. Well, Fourth uh, of July. Let's, Let's get, get to it. it. Home sure sounds good today. Well, I wanna go. Well, like uh, Joe said earlier, we are doing a little, this is our every two week uh, kind of regular time frame, but we 
didn't really have the time or necessarily want to devote the time to a full what are becoming two hour episodes of our podcast right so we're putting a little uh mini one in for you this week uh so it'll be a little bit shorter a little bit patriotic themed uh but joe let's just catch up a little bit i know you're getting ready to go on your um uh, annual family vacation to michigan uh yep. you mentioned you're taking country boy are you having a a pallet sent up there or uh, <laughs> sure, I probably you have a, a pull behind you have a pull behind trailer that you're gonna take up or yeah I really need I wish I could just bring a keg up there just put it on and, on draft. Uh, no we'll know, pick up cool. every year well and it's fun too it's um I like to share with Rob who obviously travels internationally he likes to have some country boy um and obviously I can't get it and the problem with a lot of the beers up there I, I don't drink them enough and so I don't know, like, I don't remember what I necessarily liked or want. So I got to bring some old standbys, but I'll still sample some of the, some uh, freshies up there. Yeah, but I like to try new things up there. I like to bring what I know I'm going to drink a lot of with me. And it's actually cheaper here because Michigan has a markup on cans and bottles. They have an extra tax. Yeah. So that adds up with the number I'm drinking. Um, but yeah, so I am heading up there. We're heading up Sunday. Um, and yeah, in between now and then today, Lindsay and I went to go, uh, do our final walkthrough for the house. We close on it tomorrow. So big day. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, yeah, we got a busy few days here, um, headed into the holiday weekend. What, what are your plans? I know you're doing your token, uh, 4th of July brunch. I got the invite. Yeah, uh, uh, COVID, another COVID holiday. Not much to do. Everyone keeps saying, what are you going to do? I was like, there's nothing really to do. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll spend some time with a select group of friends on the 4th of July. And, Invite only. Uh, and maybe see the fireworks that night. Um, so we'll see. We're yeah, really limited in festivities. Yeah, have Friday and Monday off. So it should be a real leisurely wow. weekend. Yeah. Well, now, now I might have plans with you on Friday. Then I didn't know. I didn't know go. this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so our theme is talking about Fourth uh, of July, what it was like growing up, and I'll go ahead and kick that off. Uh, I grew up in the smallest uh, town of of us all, eighteen hundred people. So I feel like my growing up Fourth of July was very much like Americana, uh, Norman Rockwell, like a real small town. <laughs> celebration thing but I remember like I remember it being fun but I also remember it being a lot of work because I feel like through Cub Scouts Boy Scouts and like marching band I was always in the parade uh and so like I never I don't ever remember like just watching the parade I guess I did when I was like really little uh but I don't remember it and then there would be a huge town picnic afterwards and there would be like uh like a barrel on a big wire and the fire trucks were out there and you got to spray like the fire hose and you like have competitions. <laughs> I remember my dad being in a horseshoe tournament one time. Oh, no, my dad um, would have loved that. Yeah. And then as we got a little bit older, uh, we got back into boating stuff. And so then we would be like, we would do this morning stuff and then we would get out on the Missouri River on the boat and there would be uh, a, cookout, yep, a cookout or a picnic. And then eventually we started going to the lake in Iowa for the whole summer. Uh, but by that time I was working at a hotel and I always had to work on the 4th of July. And it was the busiest three days and it was stressful and, you know. Where, where, did, you work on, where did you work at the hotel? At this, uh, well, the first five years I was on the, or the first three years I was on the grounds crew. And then I was in the at the front desk the second two years. No, but where was the hotel? I was on the water on West Lake Okoboji. Uh, so okay, I, I thought it was Okoboji. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, Good deal. So I've since post my college days, I have been able to go back to Okoboji. Uh, not every Fourth of July, but many. And so it's yeah. good. Like, there's not like a parade there. It's mainly like, you know, your family stuff going on. And then there are, you do have the fireworks at night over the water, similar to what we saw 
at Lake Harrington <laughs> a year ago. Probably uh, a year ago. Oh, this yeah. weekend, I think. Um, well, it was was it it was it was right before Fourth of July, wasn't it? Or was it right after? It, it was before. Or was it right after? Had, no, it was before. But they had um, Harrington. The, the Marinas on Harrington had made a like a pact, like that they would do it. The weekends, each marina was responsible for fireworks, like the weekend going out to it. They were really long. It was a really, that was a really long show. Yeah. For being like on the lake, like not like a major metropolitan area. Yeah. And I hate, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but another story is when I was uh, 13 or 14, I got to go to the National Boy Scout Jamboree in Fort AP Hill, Virginia. And at the last night of it, uh, there was probably an hour-long firework show uh, presented by like one of the famous firework companies. I can't remember now. There was a legend that like the guy was on his deathbed, and he like willed this money to the Boy Scouts to like have this show of no shows of all shows. So yeah. it's kind of spoiled the fireworks for me ever since yeah something yeah and i agree like it's tapered off for me like over the years it's gotten and i don't know if it was you i understand for me i don't know if it was so much like i was smaller and younger and it seemed more extravagant than now but like i just feel like i'm with you the the shows don't seem as good or as long or as, as they did as when i was a kid growing up yeah and i was younger too and but I feel like we, I feel like part of the show was the entire like William Tell overture, <laughs> like with, with choreographed these fireworks. So, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I, that was 20 minutes in itself, I believe. So, anyway. Well, so we, about we always, yeah, so we grew up about 20, 25 minutes outside Cleveland um, in a small suburb. Uh, so, we still, like people ask, we say we're from Cleveland because I went to high school downtown and we spent a lot of time downtown. Um, but we had our small community, about 13,000 people. And we lived real close to the the biggest park in the community, which was a massive park. Pool, multiple baseball fields, a duck pond. It was actually a, a really, really nice park. And we could see the fireworks from our house, uh, which was which was awesome. But growing up, we were very involved. Like all of us swam, all my siblings. Uh, I played baseball. Um, my sisters played softball. And so we were always heavily involved in the summer. We didn't really travel much until usually August before school. And, but on 4th of July, there was no sports, which was awesome. So we had that day off, no commitments, nothing. Um, And as I got a little bit older, um, up around the the top of the block, there was a bunch of families that we were friendly with. And one of them threw a huge 4th of July party every year. And I would go up there probably starting around noon and then hang out there till six, seven, eight o'clock, eat dinner there, hang out. There was volleyball, water balloons. My parents would come up sometimes, uh, but then we would end up back at our house with lawn chairs on the front lawn because we could see the fireworks over the trees from the park. Um, and that's where we would end the night is at our house. We would have some other family friends that couldn't see them from their homes. They'd come over instead of going to the park. They'd come to our house, park on the street. Um, and it was like a lot of good memories, a lot of we did that probably for 10, 12 years. I remember every nice. summer, that's what that's what I would be doing. And then, like you said, as you got older, I never worked during it. But when I got into high school, like we'd go to the, like whatever our friends, we'd pick one of the local communities, go to the fireworks, try to meet girls and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but not that not as memorable as the going up and just running around literally for eight hours and wiffle ball and Capri Suns and Awesome times. Connor? No, for sure. Um, well, we kind of moved here to Lexington when I was about like six or seven. So our Heartland neighborhood one, um, it was actually our neighbors because our house was like sec- second from the corner. So literally we could sit from our backyard and watch them or walk over to theirs. And they had like kickball and a bunch of other stuff and other games going on at that time. So mainly we would go to those a lot, which was really nice because it was literally like – a lob wedge 100 yards over there to where they were doing the fireworks so <laughs> put it in perspective 
Uh, but then it's the perfect. last few times, yeah, and then the, I mean, last few times, two years, I think it was two or three years ago, I went up and visited my friend uh, Tom in Cincinnati. We went to this like huge park that had like I don't know, several baseball fields, and they put on a, a uh, fireworks show that was pretty good. But I forgot the name of the park though. But I was on the west side of Cincinnati. But um, but yeah, pretty much what I remember. All right, Kyle said he doesn't have great Fourth of July memories, but he's gonna let us know. No, I didn't say I had great Fourth of July memories. I said they were like just generic. You couldn't see the fireworks, like, maybe. All, yeah. but all of them kind of blur together. You know what I mean? Like I had just like I had great times, but it's like I can't separate year by year. Again, it was the same thing he was saying. We'd go play wiffle ball, and we'd have all these things during the day. Like you would be in the parade for a swim team, um, you know, different organizations, and so they all just kind of blur together. But I think. You know, it's, it's that nostalgia of it. I think, like, we appreciate it now more than we did as kids. We look back at all these fond memories and think about how great it was to just be young and just, you know, do whatever kind of we wanted to do. Um, and I think, like, that's kind of the representation of America that a lot of people, you know, have. That small town, you know, just wholesome and innocent. And um, I said, I have really great memories of it. But it's weird in that the years I remember the most are the years when we didn't do that because they stick out because they were so unique. Like one year, my mom and I, I think Joe was in college. My older sister was in college. My mom and I rode my bicycle up for two to the actual park instead of watching it from our house. Um, so, I mean, my mom, my that mom was questions. the work, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who's going to sit and see if my mom and I riding a bicycle built for two? Oh, boy. Um, but then too, um, when I was about the circus 16, comes to town. Yeah, and then when I was about 16, um, I actually lived downtown at the Cleveland Site Center. They uh, had this thing for um, like teenagers who had visual problems who were trying to like, live independently and do things like that. And so we actually went to um, outside of Tower City. They put on a fireworks show, and the uh, Cleveland Pops or Cleveland Orchestra or whatever played. And so I hung out with my friends and stuff from that. And um, and I said we just moved out when you were 16. Well, no, it's, yeah, for a summer, it's if I lived in the Cleveland Sight Center. Gotcha. Yeah, good, good times. You didn't see that one coming, huh, JB? I didn't. Literally, don't, don't, did not don't see, see it real. coming. I got, I got my own uh, comedy special coming up soon. You can't be still my jokes already. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of sad about COVID, Joe. We've talked about this before. Um, I think... Fourth of July is really one of Lexington's time to shine. They, it's usually a three-day event, uh, uh, apple pie eating contests, bartender competitions, uh, the Bluegrass 10,000, the festival atmosphere downtown, the parade, uh, all kinds of things going on. So I will uh, miss that. They were reminiscing about how terribly, terribly hot it was last year. Um, at the parade. Yeah, and and it's it's sad because I feel like this is a summer where we really need it. Yeah. Like where we really need to be able to come together and it's just been a lot of division and COVID and it's just been a, a tough go for the last few months. And this was I felt like Fourth of July was good to me. And I think we all thought maybe two months ago that oh by the summer things would be somewhat back to normal. And when all this got um wiped out it just it just kind of does put a damper on things like you and i just only really started talking about our fourth of july plans today and it's yeah. three days before the fourth of july when normally we've been planning for a couple weeks um and it kind of got me thinking too because when we go up to northern michigan um we get one of five um time slots and we've had the fourth of july one year but that's always the most coveted spot for the sister like that's the one you want there's so much going on. They do fireworks and there's like this, all sure. this stuff going on. And um, we are the the time right after it. So we didn't have it. But the right. sister who has it, she's just a little, a little disappointed because it was her year to have when it's when it's the best time. Um, um, and I have, a, I have a short story, if uh, you'll indulge me, um, oh, about um, Harbor Springs. So this was the summer 2016. Lindsay and I had just gotten married. Um, and I actually had a conference, which I never go on conferences because I'm an elementary teacher, but, um, I was, um, selected to go to, um, Denver for a technology conference in education. And, 
Um, after our honeymoon, it was like a few, yeah, a few days after our honeymoon, um, I, I headed out there and Lindsay ended up going up to Harbor Springs with her family and I was going to join them. So I joined them probably July 2nd or 3rd and in Harbor Springs, like I was saying, they have these big events and Emily and Rob, well, Emily had grown up going there uh, since she was a little kid. So she had all these friends from when she would go to the camps there and she'd come back in the summers and she'd reconnect and they'd keep in touch. And she was like, Hey guys. And it was me, Nick and Rob. And she was like, Hey, like all my friends are doing this huge kickball game for 4th of July. And we're like, all right, that sounds good. Well, we go up there and um, Emily starts talking to all these people and Nick, Rob, we don't know anyone. And we're just kind of like, okay, there's people in costumes. Uh, there's a guy dressed as the ultimate warrior. Uh, people are wearing like red wine we had on our USA swim trunks and there's probably 50 people for this kickball game and we're like we're never going to get it like no one knows us we're not going to get picked we're not going to be put on a team and everyone was very accommodating very welcoming they're like no come on join in join in join in we're like okay well this wasn't an ordinary kickball game at first base if you had to stop at first base so not when you pass like if you were going for a double you didn't have to do this but if you stopped on first base I think it was you had, I think it was maybe jello shots. You had to take a jello shot if you're on first base. You get to second base, you have to stop there. They had a keg on second base, and you would have to chug a beer on second base. And then on third base, there was a shot stand, and they had this little stand with all these bottles of uh, drinks. <laughs> and then they had, you might say. Yeah, and then they had little shot glasses, yeah. and, and they had a tray. Well, we we kind of all wanted to be on the same team so we just kind of jumped in so i make friends with this girl who's playing third base and she's completely disinterested like she has no interest <laughs> in this game and she's like you just play and i'll just talk to the people that come to third base and i'll make them their shots and i'm gonna show I'm like this sounds awesome so the first couple innings people are just playing it's goofy then about halfway through the game it gets serious and <laughs> like people are out to win so the guy that was playing shortstop next to me this kid was like diving everywhere, making catch it. Like it just got intense. And then people are getting drunker and all this stuff. Well, it's getting toward close to the end of the game. And I'm again, like I said, on third base, there's a girl on third um, and there's a foul ball like kicked wide of third without even thinking. I just start running for it and I lay out and dive through the shot station <laughs> so I land <laughs> on, on the shot station and oh I like gosh. kind of roll over I catch it and like someone's like no he didn't catch it he didn't I'm like yes I did catch it I'm like he didn't catch it so the girl on third takes off and I just get up and I just pelt her <laughs> and I just drill this girl and, like she doesn't fall over but she kind of like staggers um <laughs> So then we had to clean up the shot station. Luckily, none of the bottles broke, um, but it was a really good time. We ended up having a great time. Um, I think I, me and the shortstop, we named ourselves co-MVPs of the game. Um, they actually invited us later that night. They had a party. Uh, a lot of the kids up there are pretty rich and spoiled. And um, again, very nice, but just like they had like a, a kid, like it was like a frat house up, up there. And they invited us and we went to this party and it was only like people like 20 or like 20 to like 30 were like the only people there. And then it's me, Rob and Nick, like, Hey, what's up guys. And, uh, but that was one of my favorite memories. So I don't know if a uh, 39 year old me will be able to play next year when we have uh, the 4th of July uh, kickball game, but I'm, I'm going to give it my all. It does sound like an old school frat that bat. That party from the 70s yeah, or well, early and, like, 80s. And, yeah, well, and all these kids did it. They've done it for years. And it was like it, they just keep doing it. And it's the same people. And they've known each other. And they all come back for that weekend. And But they were real nice. Like, we weren't sure if they were going to let us play. Like, And they were like, no, jump on in. No one cares. Come on. And we had a blast. Lindsay came up later with uh, G-Dubs. And they were just laughing at us, like, how ridiculous it was. And, yeah, Lindsay didn't play. All right, well, let's, so, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, let's take a little no, break there. And we have a surprise coming up in uh, for our new circle, uh, a six pack edition. So let's take a little break and we'll be right back. And let it shine. Just oh. 
All right, we're back uh, for our holiday 4th of July Independence Day special edition of the Let's Get To It podcast. Remember, you can check us out on all of the social media uh, outlets at Let's Get To It pod and the same for our Gmail address. Uh, our six pack segments have been pretty popular. So we're going to do our six pack of our favorite patriotic slash Americana slash 4th of July songs. Kyle's already uh, trying to gum it up a little bit. He thinks that some of these songs that may talk about Independence Day or July aren't necessarily patriotic, but we'll we'll let you judge that. We'll overlook it. Yeah. So we will uh, publish these songs. No need to write them down while you're viewing at home. We will uh, publish the song list on Spotify and on Amazon Music. So we have our order. It's going to be JB, Joe, Connor, Kyle, and a snake draft. So I will lead us off. Uh, this is going to be. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't uh, wait. Right here. So uh, this song is probably more appropriate for Flag Day, which is one of my favorite holidays. And since it was on a Sunday <laughs> this year, I did not get to celebrate it like I normally would. So I will lead off saying. My favorite patriotic song is You're a Grand Old Flag. <laughs> oh. Anyone singing it in particular? Or just. Uh, I think Irving Berlin wrote it. Uh, so, yes, it's uh, there's no particular singer. I do have particular singer versions for some of my other choices. But okay. I'll, let, I'll let anyone. You're uh, a grand old flag, you're a high five and flag for forever yeah. and peace, baby. Way. There we go. <laughs> ah, nice. I like it. All right, I'm up second. Um, when I was kind of starting to look and brainstorm a little for these, I asked Lindsay what her favorite was. And I, at that point, I'd only had about four or five on my list. And she named one that was on my list, so I'm going to go for it. I love this song. I love Brooks and Dunn. Only in America. Oh, that was on my that was on my list. Um, yeah, I mean, Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, other no, songs can even be considered Americana songs, even if they don't mention America. But I'm going to go "Only in America" by Brooks and Dunn. Ooh, all right. I'm going to throw you all for a good loop here and not pick an obvious one. So I'm going to go with uh, the music in Rocky "Living in America" by James <laughs> Brown. Nice. I thought you were going to go with the rock. Oh, that is a good one, too. That's a great song. But I thought you were just going to go with dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> I guess right, that's uh, um, I have the tiger. Yep. All right, I get two. All right. Um, I'll go Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith. Classic. Yeah. And then. And, it's like a boot in your well, ass. I mean, it's, it's, and since it's so obvious to take country songs, because those are usually the most patriotic, I'm also going to go with Have You Forgotten by Daryl Worley. Good one. Oh, well, yeah, that's a good one. That was on my Ooh, um, nice. alternate I forgot list. about that one. I got caught up with a couple others from that that era. <laughs> but that is a good one. Daryl Worley's got a couple underrated songs. I was never a huge fan of his, but he's got some bangers. All right, Connor, swing right. it back. All right. Um, all right, here we go. I saw this one today when I was doing my research, and I completely forgot about it. I believe this was in the early to mid-70s. Uh, we're an American band by Grand Folk Railroad. Yeah, good one. We're Might be 80s. American I could I could be wrong. We might need to fact check me. No, 70s. I think okay. it was 70s. Late 70s. I had that on my list. All right, my next one... I'm going to go with um, Tom Petty, American Girl. Uh, I think that's a great song. Ooh, uh, yeah. My niece has We Got Rid the Shirt that says, um, I love my mom or whatever. And it says in Kentucky, too, even though she lives in Florida. She wears it. That's her favorite shirt from Shop Local. So I'm going to go American Girl by Tom Petty. You are aware that songs about a girl when you commit suicide, correct? Kyle, why are you going to be a downer about it? I'm just saying that's that's what the whole song is about. It's about the girl standing on the balcony of her okay, okay, apartment okay, wanting okay. to commit. All right, so I've got two here. I'm going to go with The Star Spangled Banner by Whitney Houston from 
that 1990 Super Bowl. Mm. Nice. I had that on my list too. And then I'm going to go by, with that's by far the best rendition of the national anthem ever. Exactly. And easily. I love it. And uh, this one's come under a little bit of, of uh, fire recently, but I believe that. Uh, let's see, do I have this right? Is it Kate? Kate Snow is the NBC correspondent. Is that her name, though? Kate, that sings God Bless America, that is usually sung at hockey games and at baseball games. Kate Smith. Oh, God. Smith. Yeah, um, I think that's right. Yeah. But she was has been she I guess they found some racist things that she said early in her career or saying about so they have not they're not playing that as much anymore but I still think it's a beautiful rendition. I do enjoy it. All right, then you're up. All right, swinging back to me, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go and take Miley. Party in the USA. Uh, try not to sing along when that song comes on, especially at 10. So I'm quite happy with that pick. There you go. Connor. All right. This one, this one could be a little bit controversial since the prior conversation that I clocked into on this uh, Google meeting. But uh, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Love it. Yep. Kyle's going to have to say about that one, but let's just go with it. Born in the USA. Right, Kyle, you're love the boss. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to stick with Bruce Springsteen since Connor brought him up. And I'm going to go with Fourth uh, of July, Asbury Park, also known as Sandy. Okay. And, uh, and then I'm also going to go with one of my other favorite uh, artists. I'm going to go with John Mellencamp, ROCK in the USA. Oh. I had that. I, I was gonna go pink houses though. I was I was between the two of those because yeah, again that that paints a good picture of America and again just the the American dream of just wanting to try hard and stuff. So, so that that was another option I was thinking about. Yeah, Mellencamp is very Americana. Mm. All right. Alrighty. Um, All right. Well, bring me back to a classic, a very, very old classic. Uh, this land is your land by Woody Guthrie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the OG. The OG. <laughs> that was like 1943 or something. Oh, it was early. I don't have the date, but it was early. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with um, American Pie by Don McClain. Ooh. Got it. Uh, you don't have to comment. We know it's about people dying, yeah. etc. But it's, a, it's still a great song. It's America. We're putting it in my list. JB, you get two. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, America the Beautiful, performed by Ray Charles. It's always a big fireworks. Oh, I had that on my line. list, too. And then um, I'm going to go... I, I didn't like this song growing up, but it's kind of caused the resurgence we talked about in previous pod, but God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. I, see, I like Ooh. that song. Yeah. I, I That was on my list, JB. No, I think you're thinking, JB, on KSR, Matt talks about how he had to sing it every day in school growing up. No, I didn't hear like it. it. Yeah, I, I, I remember growing up, I didn't particularly like it, but I like it. Yeah, I like it. Like, I don't, it's not my favorite, but like, I do like it now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with American Saturday Night by Brad Paisley, where he kind of talks about all the different uh, Italian ice and Ita uh, and yeah. Spanish moss in the middle. Sure how he's talking about all the different. What? It's a, yeah, it's describing how our country is a melting pot. Yeah, it's, it's bringing all in all these different cultures, and so, and I like the song. It's a little something to tap your foot to. Alrighty, I'm gonna take this one. Actually, I don't even know if it's old school or not, but uh, where, uh, where the stars and stripes and the eagle fly by Aaron Tipton. Yes. <laughs> Tippin. Oh, Tippin. Sorry, my handwriting sucks. 
No, that, I like that song. I think he wore, you know, one of those stars and stripes with an eagle shirt sleeve button down shirts while singing it that you might be able to buy at Walmart. Probably the sleeves cut Ooh. off too. Yeah. Might have to check that one out. Kyle, you got All right, two. All right, these are my closers. All right, um, I'm gonna go with "Ragged Old Flag" by Johnny Cash. Had that on my alternate list too. That's even and this is the next one's price. You're gonna allow that because it's really more spoken than sung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still a song. He does a lot of those where they're more spoken. Um, I'm excited. I, I'm I'm between a few excited because there's. I have a few that are more like protest kind of songs. You know, like my background is a lot of you know like that kind of like punk kind of mentality but obviously we got to keep that off the list so you know we want something more kind of upbeat that's going to go with the rest of this playlist i'm going to go american girls by counting crows there you go that's a good song Ooh. all right i got a tough three choice what'd you say is that off you this desert life uh no, it's off. Uh, what was it? Hard candy. Okay. All right, I got a tough one. I have two. I have two altern al alternates that uh, I guess we can discuss after this. But um, occasionally I watch the fireworks on TV and I'd be in New York, so I'm gonna go with my boy Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. Yeah, probably the most famous American city in the world. I like Frank. <laughs> Start spreading the news. Yeah. Start spreading the news. All right. My last one, it's kind of um it's kind of a throw off because it's not really about like it doesn't say America in it. This is one of my favorite artists of all time. His name's Will Hogue. Um and um, I've seen him in concert, I've met him. Um he's a really good kind of country slash rock. Um, but he has a song, and you all will know it. You won't know it by name, but it's called Strong. And it was actually used in a, a Chevy commercial probably about eight or ten years ago. But the song is awesome. It's just about being like a hardworking, blue-collar. You need someone to help you move. You need to, like, do this or that. I'm going to be there for you. Um, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. So I'm going to put that one as my last one in my six-pack, Will Hogue, Strong. Nice. Uh, glaring uh, uh, exception of Phil Vassar here, Joe. I, I, I didn't even put it on my oh, list. I thought, I thought for sure I you were going to put it right in there. I love I, Phil Vassar. I am uh, shell-shocked. <laughs> Flabbergasted. Apologize. <laughs> um, I love Phil Vassar. So I think uh, I still have some to add in here to the also run. Uh, at the end. Well, no, wait. Oh, you took you took the Phil Vester American Child. I'm gonna give my last one here, uh, but I I have some more. We'll come back to. But I think I'll go again. Uh, the title represents uh, Independence Day. It's not about the Fourth of July, but it's a beautiful song. So I'm gonna put Independence Day by Martina McBride. Yeah. Shout out to Sean Hannity. Independence. Yeah. Uh, that's my close out <laughs> there. Nice. What were your also rants? Okay, uh, so on the more uh, on the more uh, marching band side, I have Yankle, Yankee Doodle Dandy, Banger. Stars and Stripes by Forever by the John Philip by John Philip Sousa. Little known fact, yep. I he wrote he wrote a lot of good songs. By the way, I was the recipient of the John Philip Sousa Award. My senior year of high school. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Um, our theme song, My Town by Montgomery Gentry. Nice. Uh, back where I come from, Kenny Chesney. Uh, Kyle, I can't believe you didn't pick this, but Real American by Rick Derringer, Hulk Hogan's entry song. Mm. I thought about it. It was, on my, it was on my list. I thought about it. Uh, but he's. He, that's again, Hulk Hogan's kind of one of those topics you were saying earlier about controversial figures. You know, he's made racist, recent racist comments in the past and things like that. So that is kind we, of we know how to separate thing. between we know how to separate between the yeah. entertainment value and the person. 
the last two are just kind of more on the memorial side. So where were you when the world stopped turning? Yeah. Uh, Jackson song by Jackson. Concert. I had that on mine. Yep. And then uh, some gave all by Billy Ray Cyrus. Ooh. I don't know some that gave one. All. all gave some. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> yes. yes, 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 yes. Uh, my also rains. I mean, you could probably put any Toby Keith in there. Uh, American mm -hmm. Soldier uh, was is a great song. Um, I also had American Kids by Kenny Chesney. Not one of my favorite Kenny songs. Like I, you mentioned, uh, back where I come from, he has got better ones, but that's still going. Another Johnny Cash is I've Been Everywhere. He talks yeah. about all the places throughout the United States that he's been. Um, the Star Spangled Banner by Jimi Hendrix, probably yeah. second my second favorite rendition to Whitney Houston. Um, obviously, no vocals on it, but that's a spectacular. Uh, rendition, uh, "Rockin' the, in the Free World" by Neil Young mm -hmm. um, is a great song. Oh, shoot. Uh, "Sugarland," "Sugarland Everyday America," and then I have a really quick one, a little bit of a funny story too. So, in the early '80s, Neil Diamond released his song "America," but probably yeah. in the late '80s, my dad had this cassette that was all these like Cleveland Browns songs. And they were like, they took like songs that people knew and they replaced the lyrics about the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and one of them, Neil Diamond of America. And it was, because it's the songs were coming to America. It was like the main line. I'll just took, stepped on the punchline. It's, we're going to the Super Bowl. And then they would go, go Browns. <laughs> and it was, we're going to the Super Bowl. Go Browns! And so my dad would play that before Browns games in the basement, the whole cassette. But uh, so Neil Diamond, America. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually upset because I had that was supposed to be in my top six, but I had crossed. Neil Diamond, I had, America. I had America, but I I originally writ, had written Coming to America, and I'd crossed that part out because I realized the real song title. So I thought it already been taken, but. Uh, uh, so it's a great song. That, it was the it was written uh, for the theme song for the '84 Summer Olympics in LA. That was like the song. Really? That's why he wrote it. Yeah. So it was released, and I looked. It was it was released in '81 or '82, I thought. Okay. Well, well, then they reused it then for the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I'm it, sure. Or he might have yeah. even. Well, he might have been tasked. Yeah. Sam the Eagle was the mascot. Uh, I, of course, yes. the only one I can remember this uh, Olympics, but yeah, I don't remember it. I um, Connor, I did have you know, add, yeah, you I had Vassar, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had a two. Um, obviously, the go tos at the bars, so either Dixieland Delight or Wagon Wheel mm -hmm. were on mine. So nice. both both good. Careful with Dixieland Delight now, though. All right, fine. I'll just go with Wagon Wheel. We'll cross someone off. I don't want. I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> nope. It's in. It's in. And along with those, you could also add. No, well, I was going to say it wasn't on my original list, but when he mentioned those, I was. It also brought to mind Country Roads by John Denver. Yep, John Denver. It's a good song. Um. Like I said, yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't really have any too good. Like I said, I have the Jimi Hendrix, which you already mentioned, but yeah, a lot of my other ones are, like I said, not really pro America, so um, I'm good. Well, all right, um, <laughs> Jamie, I'll send you my list, and we'll get this up and running. Hopefully, we can get it out to the people so you can join it. Your barbecues this weekend, yeah. your road travels, whatever you're doing. But uh, another good six pack, another good playlist, boys. Well, I want to thank you for the playlist because uh, I think I told you this uh, at the lake last last trip, two trips ago, I guess, uh, on the lake, not good cell service. So I had my my wireless speaker and uh, was trying to get music to play, but had to rely on Amazon Music and the playlist that I had actually downloaded, which was Tailgate 2019. Uh, so thank you for that, Joe. That gave me hours upon hours of entertainment and pure delight. Play DJ Khaled at that. Play DJ Khaled at a somewhat inappropriate time, but that's okay. <laughs> NBD, right. he's never inappropriate. We'll be right back. He knows he ain't just tough. 
Welcome back, and we're going to wrap up today's episode, our holiday 4th of July patriotic episode. Uh, Joe, appreciate the the six-pack. I think that's been a real fun idea, so I think uh, kind of a signature of our podcast. So I think those are fun things, and hopefully people are downloading them and listening to them as well. Uh, Some cool things there. Ironically, there's not a lot of famous people currently living who have a birthday on the 4th of July that I found, but there are some significant people in history. Uh, my favorite president, Calvin Coolidge, was born on the 4th of July. I think our I only none of those your favorite president. Our only president to be born on the 4th of July. We've had several die on the 4th of July, both uh, yes. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, right? Both died on the John 4th of Quincy July. Adams, right? Yeah. Uh, 18, 1826. Uh, which was actually the uh, 50th anniversary of us declaring our independence, which was also pretty interesting. Uh, someone with deep ties to Kentucky, Stephen Foster, uh, was born on the 4th of July. George Steinbretter was born on the 4th of July. Oh, Yankees. Uh, contemporary people, Malia Obama will be celebrating her legal age of turning 21 on so she's the younger one right yes i guess i I forget that's sasha we always say sasha malia i'm assuming sasha is older and the youngest is 18 yeah because he's been out of office for four years yeah okay and then surprisingly post malone is only turning 24 (laughs) like he seems like a hacker kind of old man with all that Ink and that stuff, he's rough so. looking too, man. He's yeah. 24. I, he, yeah, he's I feel like he's been around for like five years. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I got a bunch of things. Like, I was actually surprised at this when I started digging into a little bit of research. Um, but I kind of I'll kind of whip through these pretty quick. Uh, obviously, we declare our independence, that's why we celebrate Independence Day in 1776. Um, so, uh, but we actually didn't observe it as a holiday until 1796. So 20 years after, uh, is when Independence Day became observed in the United States. Uh, in 1802, we, um, established our first U.S. military academy. Anyone want to guess what it was? Would have to be West Point. Correct. Nice, JB. So Mm -hmm. West Point was uh, established in 1802. Uh, the next year, in 1803, we announced to the American public that we had made the Louisiana Purchase. So Thomas Jefferson bought that from the French, um, and it more than Napoleon. doubled. Um, I'm sorry? He bought it from Napoleon. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Right. right. Uh, yeah. And actually, he sent other people to do it for him, uh, but it more than doubled the size of the United States. Uh, 1845, we also added Texas. Uh, the territory of Texas uh, voted to annex themselves to the United States, so they joined the United States in 1845. In 1884, the Statue of Liberty was given to the United States, it was presented to the U.S. in Paris um, in 1884. Kyle, you'll like this one. In 1931, there was the first fireworks show held at Cleveland Stadium. So the first time they did major fireworks was I thought that was a little late. I don't know. Yeah. 1831 was the first one. Oh, 1831, not 1931. No, 1931. Yeah. yeah, I know. It was later than I thought. Um, so that was at the old stadium where the Browns and Indians both played. Kyle and I had both uh, grown up going to games there. In 1939, Lou Gehrig gets his number retired. He was the first professional player to get his number retired, and that's when he gave the luckiest man speech. Um, which I thought was interesting, again, on 4th of July. In 1944, we raised the flag at Iwo Jima. So, I mean, 
just I don't know if we waited for a lot of these things just to do it on the Fourth of July that were very American, but that yeah. happened in 1960. The 50-star U.S. flag was unfurled for the first time after we added Hawaii. So that's our current flag has now been uh, flying for 60 years um, as of Saturday. Uh, JB, you'll like this one because I know you probably listened to this growing up. Uh, Casey Kasem, the American Top 40, began on 4th of July in 1970. R.I.P. Casey Kasem. And then the last one, this is a good one because this reminds me of my mom. In 1996, Hotmail begins and it becomes the first free email service. True or false? My mom, Lisa, still has a Hotmail account. True. I believe true. She, still, true. she also true has an email now, but she r- r- rode with Hotmail for a long time and still has the account. I'm probably going to send her message. 1996. It was the first free email service. Because, like, obviously AOL or your company had them, but it was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I just was surprised that that many American-type things happened on the 4th of July. But I guess that's what makes it so special, JB. Exactly. So it's a great holiday. Um, We've reached uh, the middle of summer. It kind of is kind of the unofficial marker that summer is half over, which is hard to believe uh, because – I feel like we've kind of been standing still since March, uh, but agreed. Um, uh, but it's uh, you know it will, should be a fun day. Any any other closing thoughts, Jeff? I do. My closing thoughts are just about America. So there's a lot of unrest right now, a lot of things that are up in the air. But listen, go out, eat a hot dog, wear red, white, and blue, wear the flag, put on a bald eagle hat, watch fireworks blur our sweet playlist that we made because no matter what there's still no better place to live than the good old us of a usa usa all right right. cheers boys have Have a safe safe, fourth of july uh, yep connor win the scramble buddy i'll try let's get to it maybe until next time let's get to it and this is my time yeah